It's November 8th, 2023, and these are your headlines. The cost to Texas taxpayers of educating illegal aliens exceeds $7 billion a year. That's according to a new study from the Huffines Liberty Foundation. In the last fiscal year, nearly 2.5 million illegal aliens were encountered on the southern border by U.S. Customs and Border Patrol, with the majority of those encounters taking place where else? right here in Texas. The cost to Texas taxpayers in general is more than $13 billion a year. To put that amount in context, it's more than 10% of Texas's annual spending of $110 billion of state funds. To that end, Huffines Liberty Foundation is taking aim at the education-related handouts from the state to illegal aliens and making the following recommendations, essentially a way to make Texas less attractive for illegal aliens to come and stay. Their first recommendation is to eliminate in-state tuition for illegal aliens. That's been a priority for the Republican Party of Texas, it's been part of the platform rather. Two, place a moratorium on the enrollment of illegal aliens in public schools until the U.S. government reimburses the costs. Three, require proof of citizenship status for students and parents of students, and number four, require Texas school districts to count and report all non-citizen students and all children of non-citizens. The last part's pretty amazing. We were uh, doing some recent work in this area uh, itself, and currently schools don't report that, right? There's a very tough way to get that. They can look at Students that are enrolled in English as a second language class, that can sort of be a rough approximation, but we don't really have official reports on non-citizen students. Notably, though, that legislation to eliminate taxpayer-subsidized in-state tuition for illegal aliens, that was not given a hearing in the Texas House, wasn't even filed in the Senate this last session, despite, like I said, it being included in the Republican Party of Texas's platform. Meanwhile, State Senator Drew Springer has asked Governor Abbott to include legislation calling on the federal government to reimburse Texas for educating illegal aliens in public schools to his special session agenda. And speaking of that special session agenda, it's official. After school choice and border security legislation failed to reach his desk during the most recent special session, Governor Greg Abbott is calling lawmakers back to the Capitol once again, that's right, it's special session number four, the fourth. Interestingly, this is, I believe, the first time, there have been four special sessions before, but this is the first time there's been a four special session in the same year as the regular legislative session. I believe that's the case. Don't, don't look me up. I don't, I, don't have, uh, I don't have the records right in front of me, but I believe that is the case. In any situation, it's very rare for sessions to last this long. Now, his priorities, by the way, for this special session, what he has asked lawmakers to tackle, include, like I said, border security and education. Notably, it includes increased funding for law enforcement in the Colony Ridge development north of Houston. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But on education, he has called for lawmakers to pass legislation relating to primary and secondary education, including the establishment of an education savings account program, that's school choice, the certification, compensation, and health coverage of certain public school employees, public school finance system, special education, public schools, measures to support the education of public school students that include certain educational grant programs, reading instructions, and early childhood education, 
the provision of virtual education and public school accountability, as well as legislation related to school safety measures and state-funded mechanisms. Now, that's a lot more than just school choice. Now, we had reported on the House's version of school choice legislation, which has coupled education savings account programs with billions of dollars of government expansion of government schools in Texas. Now, the governor's own special session call appears to be mirroring that, saying that he wants to grow schools. He wants billions and billions of dollars extra funding for Texas schools. Whether or not even this program will get through the Texas House that has been traditionally very opposed to school choice, repeatedly opposed to it, remains to be seen this session. Now, the other aspect of the special session is border security legislation. He has called specifically for legislation to do more to release illegal immigration by creating criminal offenses for illegal entry into the state from a foreign nation and illegal re-entry or presence following denial of admission, exclusion, deportation, or removal, authorizing the removal of illegal immigrants from Texas and providing indemnification and immunity for public officials, employees, or contractors in connection with the foregoing, and also legislation to impede illegal entry into Texas by providing more funding for the construction, operation, and maintenance of border barrier infrastructure, as well as additional funding for the Department of Public Safety for border security operations, including additional expenses and costs due to an increased law enforcement presence to preserve public safety and security in the Colony Ridge development in Liberty County, Texas. That's a lot. Already, while school choice appears to still be up in the air, you have seen some agreements start to be reached between the House and the Senate. Just shortly after he announced the special session yesterday, there were statements from House members and the Senate as well that they had come to an agreement on their border security measures, both the illegal entry legislation as well as the funding for Colony Ridge, extra DPS, and border barrier infrastructures. We expect that those will be voted on in the coming days in both chambers. But school choice, man, that, that's going to be the sticking point. The special session began last night at 5 p.m. It will run through December 6th. Do you want to see the world around you change? Are you looking for an internship that will help Texans lead the way in our country? Texas Scorecard provides real news for real Texans and is one of the fastest growing news outlets in the state. Right now, Scorecard is looking for young people interested in journalism and media. We call it the fellowship. Not exactly that kind of fellowship, but you will find yourself around like-minded world changers dedicated to telling stories that matter to Texans. We're looking for young people ages 18 to 25 to join our paid fellowship. All fellows will receive a monthly stipend of $2,000 to cover their expenses. Fellows will have the opportunity to specialize in one of three tracks, writing, research, and administration. Go to texasscorecard.com fellowship to apply today. Also happening last night, Texas voters approved 13, lucky number 13, amendments to the Texas Constitution. The only proposed amendment that failed to pass was Proposition 13, actually, which sought to increase the mandatory age of retirement for state justices and judges. Very, very 
interesting situation there. Like I said yesterday, it's not too often that one of these propositions fails. It's actually interesting. The last proposition to fail was in 2019. That dealt with municipal judges being able to hold multiple positions. Uh, voters voted against that one. I believe it was two to one in 2019. Here we have another proposition about extending the age from 75 to 79 for retirement for justices and judges. Voters rejected that. Let me know in the comments if you have any ideas why that may be. Uh, another election we were watching last night was House District 2, where you saw an open seat, which saw five Republicans and one Democrat vying for the position. With all counties reporting last night, attorney Brent Money took the top spot in the first round of voting with businesswoman Jill Dutton coming in second place. There was a little bit of a of a fight for second between her and another candidate, it is going to be Brent Money and Jill Dutton. Dutton has become the chosen candidate for House leadership, certainly, receiving support from sources like Texans for Lawsuit Reform, Associated Republicans of Texas, as well as some lawmakers in the Texas House that you would say are more establishment. Brent Money, meanwhile, has been much more vocal against House leadership, calling for House Speaker Dade Phelan to resign following the failed impeachment of Attorney General Ken Paxton. He also boasts the endorsement of Paxton himself. Now, with neither candidate surpassing 50% of the vote, the race will go to a runoff. The date will be set soon by Governor Abbott. And in Houston, the Houston mayoral race is also going to a runoff. That one is between State Senator John Whitmire and Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. There are also some victories on voters voting down some big bonds, including the stadium bond in Prosper, as well as a massive bond in Cleveland ISD, which is the school district that services Colony Ridge. You can check out those stories and more at texasscorecard.com.